0: Hi, my name is Pastor Nathan from River Rock Church in Belle Plaine, Minnesota. This podcast is going to be part of a new ministry that I'm doing where I'm going through and giving one teaching from every chapter of the Bible, beginning in Genesis chapter 1. Now, it's going to take a long time, and this is a pretty ambitious thing, but I really felt like God was leading me to do a teaching on every chapter of the Bible when I first came to River Rock Church. As I said before, this is going to be in Genesis chapter 1. The way it's going to look is, for each chapter of the Bible, we're going to do a reading, not the whole chapter, but just a portion of the chapter, and then I'm going to offer some application and reflection, and hopefully, through this process, we as a church will grow deeper in our relationship with God, and that relationship will express itself in the way that we treat those around us. So we're going to start in Genesis chapter 1, verse 24, and we're going to go all the way to verse 31. And God said, Let the earth bring forth living creatures of every kind, cattle and creeping things and wild animals of the earth of every kind. And it was so. God made the wild animals of the earth of every kind, and the cattle of every kind, and everything that creeps upon the ground of every kind. And God saw that it was good. Then God said, Let us make humankind in our image, according to our likeness, and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the wild animals of the earth. And over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. So God created humankind in his image. In the image of God he created them. Male and female he created them. God blessed them and God said to them, Be fruitful and multiply and fill the earth and subdue it. And have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves upon the earth. God said, See I have given you every plant yielding seed that is upon the face of all the earth. And every tree with seed in its fruit you shall have them for food. And to every beast of the earth, and to every bird of the air, and to everything that creeps on the earth, everything that has the breath of life, I have given every green plant for food. And it was so. God saw everything that he had made, and indeed it was very good. And there was evening, and there was morning, the sixth day. Oftentimes when we talk about Genesis chapter 1, and especially among Christians, it, it can easily turn into argument about what exactly the six days of creation means. Is it six literal 24-hour days? Do the days represent ages? Do they represent a series of a thousand years or something? Or is it some Christian evolution idea where God still created everything, but he used evolution as the means? Now, while I believe that these arguments are interesting and important for the church to have, I also believe that there is enough room in the scriptural account and enough room in the Christian tradition for people to have different ideas and different views on what exactly the six days of creation means. I personally have a very strong opinion and a very strong idea of of what it means, but I also would not question the faith or the salvation or the orthodoxy of somebody who differed in what they believed about what six days literally means or what six days really means. That being said, there are some principles and some teachings from Genesis chapter 1 that I believe every Christian can and should subscribe to. The first is that God created all things. The argument that I mentioned before revolves around how he created those things or how long it took him to create those things. And while that argument can exist, all Christians can agree that God did create all things. We can also agree that in the beginning he made all things good. As we go through Genesis, we'll see that things didn't stay good for very long, But when God first created everything, he made all things good, meaning that they had their proper place, that they served to glorify God, bring him joy, and that everything fit together in the way that it was supposed to. We also read in Genesis chapter 1 that God made humans distinct from the rest of creation, that while we are parts of creation, we are not the same or have the same value as animals or plants or the other things that God created. But he created us specifically in his image and in his likeness. And he gave us dominion over the things of creation so that we could care for and keep them in an effort to glorify God and honor him. He also created us in relationship with him. When we go on through Genesis, we'll see that Adam and Eve walked and they talked and they lived with God. And that's the purpose for which he created us, to bring him joy, to bring him honor, and to experience a deep personal relationship with God. Many times when we talk about the Christian story or we talk about the gospel, we begin with sin and we begin with brokenness. And sin and brokenness are important topics. They're real realities that we experience every single day. But the Bible begins with the purpose for which God created humanity and why he created all things. That he created all things to be good, to bring him honor and glory, and he created humans to bear his image and live in a relationship with him. This should be encouraging to us as Christians, and if you're a non-Christian listening to this, this should be encouraging to you as well. Because no matter what other people say about your value or your purpose in the world, you were created to bring God glory. And as his mind and in his valuation, you have immense value, and you are important to the kingdom of God, and you're important to all of creation. God wants all of us to bear his image, to show forth his glory in the world, and and to experience a deep personal relationship with him. God's name would be glorified and his will would be done in the world. Goodbye.